What's going on guys, hope everyone is well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So this episode I'm going to jump in into setting up a beginner's diet. So uh, the reason being is I think a lot of people overcomplicate and struggle with nutrition so I just thought I'd give my view on what a beginner diet should look like, a couple ways you can consider setting it up and uh, depending on what, what will work best for you and what your goals are. So uh, as a whole, with your nutrition, what you should focus on is building small sustainable habits rather than following the perfect diet because I have, trying to follow the perfect diet will probably lead to like, uh, just failing and dropping off your diet and a lack of adherence or in other words sticking to your diet. The reason why is if your diet's absolutely perfect, uh, well quote unquote perfect, and you're not having foods that are quote-unquote bad, you're not having foods you enjoy, then you're probably not going to stick to it long term. So the best diet you can have is the one that you can stick to. The compliance is the science when it comes to a diet. So always make sure whatever you're doing, regardless how effective it is or how optimal the diet is, just make sure it's sustainable because the more sustainable it is, the better your diet is, simple as that. So that's what you have to be concerned about. Obviously, a diet that's uh, rich in whole foods, a lot of nutrient-dense foods and protein's going to be better than a diet that has uh, a lot of chocolate and a lack of protein in it and a lack of nutritious foods. But the main things having something you can be consistent with so that's what you should prioritize so uh, first of all there's three approaches you could have with your diet so the first one is intuitive eating which is basically what most individuals do is eating just to their hunger levels which isn't a bad idea because your hunger levels are there for a reason. Your body wants to sit at a calorie maintenance, which basically means uh, just not gain or lose weight, just eat to fill your hunger and satiety levels. So that's not a bad idea at all. The problem with that is if people eat a lot of fast food, it's not filling at all. And that's why people usually gain weight, in my opinion, because uh, there's this... Yeah, there's a lot of fast food people eat nowadays, like McDonald's for example, it's so easy to just swallow a cheeseburger, it just dissolves in your mouth and you're never full after it, well I never am, whereas if you got, uh, let's say if you've got the 800 calories that that you'd have from a large Big Mac meal and had a lot of like whole protein from like chicken, let's say you had a lot of vegetables on your plate and some rice, then you'd probably be a lot more fuller. Which is why people gain weight, because uh, like McDonald's doesn't fill them, so they eat an excess of calories, causing them to gain weight. So that's one of the wee downfalls of intuitive eating. But if you're just getting started in your fitness journey or you're just trying to take better care of your health, it isn't the worst idea. So... What yeah, like I said, what intuitive eating is is just heating to your hunger levels, and how you can make this into a diet is just by simply being mindful about choosing what foods you're eating. For example, you don't have to track your food during like if you're just eating intuitively, but just being mindful of eating more protein, and uh, considering let's say eating three meals a day with a decent amount of protein in it and that will get you pretty far. You don't have to, if you're not extremely serious about the gym or uh, have some extremely big goals, you don't have to follow a strict diet seven days a week. There's no 
there's no reason why you should. So you could just eat intuitively. Uh, and just focus on doing simple wee things to make sure your diet's effective. Like having protein three times a day, having your five a day, and uh, yeah, just having a decent amount of water in your diet. That can be uh, enough to have an effective diet. And uh, just focusing on having the majority of your food from relatively healthy things. And then obviously you can be a bit flexible with it, obviously have what you want on the weekend, but that's a good approach to have. Uh, and something that I recommend if you aren't uh, wanting to track your food just to eat intuitively like I said have some sort of structure with your diet make some small sustainable habits like I said earlier and then next thing I want to touch on is if it fits your macros so this is basically doing something which is called just uh, eating to fit your protein fats and carbohydrates which are the three macronutrients in your diet so i'm not i'm not gonna uh, dive too deep into it to confuse people but i don't think beginners need to worry about how much carbohydrates or fat they're eating uh, if you're a beginner what i think you should do is just be mindful about having enough protein and if you're wanting to uh, eat a if it fits your macros approach what this will simply involve is just uh, choosing what foods you eat on a daily basis, eating different foods on a daily basis, but making it fit how much protein you want and how much calories you want. I think that's a route forward if you're a beginner. I don't think there's any need to worry about your carbohydrates or fats and it doesn't make that much of a difference. Is If you're eating a balanced diet, you'll probably have enough fats and you'll probably have enough carbohydrates. It will just work out uh, yeah, pretty equal and a, a pretty decent amount. So if you're wanting to follow it, if it fits your macros approach, I'm going to dive into how to actually know how much calories you should be eating and how much protein you should be eating. So as far as protein, a good rough ballpark to follow is eating 2 grams per kilograms of body weight. So that means if you weigh 60 kilos, you should eat something like 120 kilos of protein. I had to test my maths there. So the reason being is protein's got... A lot of benefits to it, having an adequate amount for muscle growth and repair. So that's important if you're looking to diet or if you're looking to uh, put on muscle. Because the more muscle you have when you diet, the more energy you will expend. Simple as that. Which is why you see like big bodybuilders eating a ton of food when they're dieting, uh, whereas let's say like smaller females won't be able to because they've got much much more muscle mass. Simple as that. And additionally, protein also uh, helps curb hunger and your satiety. So it just basically helps fill you up, simple as that, as well as having a lot more benefits. So the reason why you want to have protein to fill you up if you're dieting is because obviously it'll help you stick to your diet. Uh, and when you're like bulking or trying to gain muscle, uh, protein helps growth and repair. So regardless, if it, it fills you up, it's it's uh, important to have a decent amount if you are really really full you can't get your calories and you could lower your protein but i i don't think that's something i need to dive into the now for beginners anyway and uh, the rest of your calories i apart from protein you'll get from carbs and fats if i said or additionally extra protein but you just want to make sure you're having some fats and carbs in your diet uh, but right so 
off that tangent, how do you actually work out how much calories you could consume? So the way I like to do it, eh, and the way I suggest, is just tracking what you eat on a daily basis on my fitness pal. So if those who don't know my fitness pal is a is an extremely popular a uh, fitness tracking app where you can just track how much calories you're eating through the free macronutrients which are protein fats and carbs and yeah this allows you just like i said to see your calories so what i recommend is doing this for a week so seven days and just tracking everything you eat across the week don't make changes to what you eat because you know you're tracking it just eat how you usually would regardless how bad or good it is and log into my fitness pal and then obviously when you track it for seven days you'll have seven readings of how much calories you're eating it might differ on the weekend from going out eating food etc which is perfectly fine because what we're wanting from this is an average so you want to track your food on my fitness pal for a week like i said and find out what your averages from the seven days so obviously you'll add up all seven days divide it by seven and you'll get an accurate figure also while you're doing this i recommend weighing yourself so it doesn't have to be every day although your weight fluctuates it can be beneficial to yourself every day but if you're not too keen on the thought of obsessing over scale weight weighing yourself all the time you could just do it two to three times a week uh, you could do it one once a week but the problem with that is your scale weight can fluctuate a lot so it might give you an accurate reading so what i'd recommend you do is weigh yourself at the start of the week the middle of the week and end of the week and when you eat your diet see what your weight's doing your weight will probably just be at maintenance some people won't but uh, for the most individuals uh, it will be a, a rough maintenance so let's say that you have a uh, you added your calories up for the week and you ended up eating let's say 2100 calories a day and from this you will either add calories or take them away depending on what your goal is so let's say your goal is to lose weight and you're on 2100 calories uh, i wouldn't overcomplicate this i just recommend taking away 200 calories if you're not losing weight and then yeah eating 200 less calories and what you should do is just weigh yourself like i said maybe three times a week two times a week if you can't be bored for free and see what your weight does for the following week and if your weight goes down just keep eating the same amount of food if your weight doesn't change it at all uh, take away some calories if you gain weight obviously take away calories if you're trying to lose weight simple as that so i'd just go 200 calories at a time i appreciate that might be quite a lot to get your head around so if anyone's got any issues with working it out or is confused about what i said just give me a message and drop me and i will be more than happy to help them work out how much calories they may want to be eating throughout a week or or that but uh, the opposite applies if you want to bulk so let's say your average calories for a week again was 2100 you didn't gain or lose weight throughout the week then you'd want to bump your calories up to let's say 2200 or 2300 and if you start gaining weight slowly decent don't change anything if it's not broken if you start uh, gaining too much weight take some calories off if you don't gain enough add more calories simple as that 
So a good analogy is that it's like a fire, your body weight. If you want the fire to get bigger, or in other words, if you want to gain weight, you need to add fuel to the fire, fuel being calories. If you want to lose weight, you need to take fuel away from the fire so it gets smaller. So stop putting wood in the fire or eat less calories, in other words. And uh, like I said, just figure out how much calories you should be eating and make sure you're eating enough protein. And that's all you have to really worry about. You don't have to worry about your carbs and fats. Uh, it's not really important at all, really. Uh, you just want to make sure you're not eating a really, really low amount of fat. So ideally nothing below 0 0.3 grams of fat uh, per like kilogram of body weight. So the reason being is fat has like important roles like nutrient absorption and uh, it's just beneficial for like our overall health we need fat in our diet uh, to function effectively as a human simple as that uh, carbohydrates you don't really have to worry about how much you have just say uh, having yeah as much as you can with your calories just don't really worry about it as long as your fat's not too low then you're sorted so in terms of uh, what foods you should be eating in your diet so again uh, there's no magic foods there's not any magic foods you need to lose weight gain weight what matters is how much calories you're consuming like i just went over there so what i'd recommend uh, regardless of your goal is focus on eating mostly healthy foods in your diet so it doesn't take a genius to know what foods are healthy so use your initiative everyone knows an apple's relatively healthy a chocolate bar probably not so healthy uh, so you'll get much more nutrients in an apple than you will in a bit of chocolate so yeah just focus on uh, fueling your body with healthy foods in your diet on a daily basis and make sure they're digesting okay so you're not having any digestive issues from the foods you're consuming and uh, that's all you really have to worry about with what foods you eat in your diet so yeah just doing that having your five a day and making sure your protein's decent and uh, as for having a meal plan that's basically not too different from an if it fits your macros approach but obviously it's a lot more structured you'll be eating the same foods daily so this can be beneficial as it saves you planning out your foods every day so i follow a meal plan however the foods i have i enjoy so don't mind sticking to it i have a off plan meal or in other words a meal i simply track using my leftover calories and just have whatever i want if it's a burger which it usually is i'm a sucker for a burger or whatever i fancy i'll have it i'll just make sure i try and hit my protein on the day and my calories are accurate and uh, i think this is totally fine especially if you're on a meal plan the other six or five days of the week and yeah so a meal plan you know, it's like a structured what you eat every meal every day so probably not necessary if you're just starting out in your uh, fitness journey but if you're wanting to uh, take your like obviously training nutrition much more seriously then it can be beneficial but uh, the downfalls of it do include that if you're on a meal plan if you're missing out let's say you're not having any milk or other foods high in calcium on a daily basis then you're never going to consume foods with calcium on a daily basis so that can be a big issue with it so if you're missing out like a like a new a nutrient then you're never going to consume it so that means you can have deficiencies in your diet 
and also not everyone will be able to stick to it and yeah so that's another issue with it but again it's not necessary uh, like I said it's all about having small sustainable habits to your diet so if small sustainable habits only means you can consume uh, three servings of protein a day and have five bits of fruit if you can do that consistently magic that's better than nothing that's better than just mindlessly and throughout the day so just focus on having structure with nutrition and it will get you a lot further than uh, not having structure with it regardless of how much structure it is and uh, yeah so as well as having your five a day in your diet what's also important is salt in your meals so salt in your meals is really important as we get electrolytes from salt at which play a big part in our hydration so we don't just have to consume water to stay hydrated on a daily basis we need to also have our five a day no sorry <laughs> not have our five a day salt in meals so we get electrolytes in because when we sweat we expend electrolytes uh, we pee them out etc so just salt your meals to taste uh, that's all you really have to do I have three grams of salt per meal might sound a lot but uh, my meals are pretty big so it's not really a problem but uh, yeah so that's what I recommend doing and as far as how much food you how, or meals you should consume in a day there's no right or wrong answer to this and what I'd recommend is anywhere from three to six so that's probably going to be the sweet spot for most people the reason being is either end of the spectrum isn't sustainable so if you're dieting and you're only eating two meals a day you're going to be absolutely starving uh, for like the whole day if you only eat like breakfast and then dinner on the other hand if you eat seven meals a day and you only get one break at work you are busy away from work then how are you going to fit in seven meals a day so just anywhere from three to six probably a good idea so just whatever you can stick to choose that it doesn't have to be six it doesn't have to be any magic number just have something you can stick to i can't emphasize that enough uh, and that will just help you stick to your diet long term simple as that so yeah uh as far as what i think's best is just anywhere from four to six to help spike muscle protein synthesis so that simply helps the growth, growth and repair of your muscles I'm not going to dive into that too much today because I, I want to keep it quite simple of in terms of how to like set up a beginner's diet but something else to consider is water intake so with my water intake what I like to do is I like to be quite structured with it because then I'll definitely be hydrated going into each session if I'm having a certain amount each day uh, but that doesn't have to be the case for yourself what you could do is you could just uh, drink to your first levels and what I mean by this is just drink enough to quench your first and you'll probably be alright so uh, and a good way to tell if you're drinking enough water is what your pee looks like so if it's extremely dark if it looks like coke then you're probably not good drinking enough water whereas if it's somewhat clear then you're probably sorted so it doesn't have to look like tap water it doesn't have to be completely clear it's a good you want a good middle ground between obviously not being extremely dark so anything with like a wee tint of yellow sorry for getting into the wee details but that's perfectly fine as well so i just want a quick recap so focus mainly on developing small sustainable habits and a good structure with your eating and 
Uh, it's up to you what approach you want to follow. You can eat intuitively if you're not that, uh, I wouldn't say not that dedicated, not that uh, you don't want to put a lot of time into your diet or you don't really want to have the hassle of tracking your diet, which is completely fine and intuitive eating might be a good approach. If uh, you want to be a bit more structured with your diet and be a bit more accurate with it and you're taking the gym a bit more seriously, then you could follow it if it fits your macros approach. But uh, with if, if it fits your macros approach, that doesn't mean eating Skittles for breakfast, shit like that. It just simply means having the freedom of choosing what foods you want on a daily basis and not being limited to like a strict structure. But again, it's still important to have enough protein, have enough fruit, uh, all those wee things. And if you don't want the hassle of tracking your food on a daily basis because it can be stressful, then you could follow a meal plan. And also have enough protein, so two grams of protein per kilogram, have your five a day, salt your meals, have three to six meals a day, and that's about it. So nothing else to really ramble on about. You, There's not really much point in going over how much calcium you should have, how much vitamin C you should have, because it's not sustainable. So just focus on having small sustainable habits and it will get you really far. So thank you very much if you made it to the end and you enjoyed this podcast. Let me know if you took some from this podcast. And also, if you want to see any more episodes on certain topics, I'll be more than happy to consider making them. That's if I believe I can actually bring value to them, if that makes sense. So I'm not going to talk about something I'm not educated on or I don't believe would be beneficial. So yeah, obviously just let me know if you'd like to see anything. I'll be more than happy to consider it. And uh, thank you for listening. Much appreciated. Cheers.